Gunga Cast, Episode 8, November 4th, 2008. Welcome back, everyone, to the latest Gunga Cast. Today's Tom Selleck's Mustaches Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney from Lake Orion, Michigan. This is Jim Maloney from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And this is Jeff Hendrickson from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we have a few notes, uh, a few updates from the site. Uh, we actually have some updates on Jeff's side, too, with his uh, porno story from last week. Um, the we forum two weeks, <laughs> two weeks ago, really? Uh, the forums have changed a little bit from last time, people that are trying to catch up on the episodes, because, you know, I listen to all the old episodes over and over again. Uh, it was getting a little cluttered, so I moved the latest, or the last five episodes and put them all together. You can still comment on them if you're, uh, catching up, if you're just picking us, uh, picking us up, picking us up and listening to all our episodes. Also, I want to throw out the, the classic spoiler alert slash swearing alert. We do ruin, uh, the endings of some movies here, so listen with caution. So moving on with our latest Parker Posey, which was brought to you by Jeff, I believe. That's correct. And it, it didn't, didn't do too shabby. It probably did no, better than no, mine. I'm, yeah, I was actually really happy with some of the responses we got. Uh, Dill's immediate response of uh, John McEnroe and Mr. Deeds was great, because I remember yeah. thinking, what the hell is John McEnroe doing this? And, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I do uh, like that was, that was a very good good pick. Um, we, we got a couple other good ones. I want to give Jim uh, the, the, the props for after the show is over, coming up with Ted Danson and Saving Private Ryan. That, that was excellent. Yeah, I wish I would have thought of that on air because that's a great one. Who brought, um, who brought that up? I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our very own. Um, those are probably my favorites uh, that, that I can think of. Uh, Josh had a great post about the movie uh, City of Angels. If, if anybody didn't read it, you, you should go back and read Josh's post about that movie because it was hilarious. Uh, KPW's uh, comment on Connery was a good one, too. I remember seeing the end of that movie and like, oh, okay, that's a little gratuitous, but you know, ah, I'll take right. it. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was a good one. One thing, actually, that this reminds me of that I want to mention about the forums is I've had a couple couple calls, couple emails about uh, people wanting to comment about episodes that we put out, but not the Parker Posey. Like they want to comment about, you know, two weeks ago we talked about people, uh, good presidents and movies, and I had some calls saying, hey, well, I want to talk about the presidents, but it's not the Parker Posey play along. There will be an episode uh, page every time we you know, release a new episode, and you can comment there freely about anything we discuss on our episode, so please feel free. It doesn't have to be in the Parker Posey play-along to talk about it. Um, just bug me if, if it's not up, but it should be. Um, and yeah, I actually, I, I do agree with actually uh, Josh uh, Joshua's pick, which I know you mentioned in the podcast, but he went to a... <laughs> his uh, his post is worth reading, for sure. Yeah, his presentation and, yeah, is much mine. He, he does get a presentation prize on that end. It looked pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Jim will be bringing up the new Parker Posey. And, by the way, I hope everyone had a happy Halloween and went had a good election day. It's uh, it's bringing in the polls as we speak, but this won't be released till Wednesday morning, so uh, I hope everyone uh, went out and voted. But, uh, yeah, moving on, we do have uh, a lot of updates in the movie world is uh, what we're going to be sort of addressing today. One being Jeff's follow-up to uh, your your porno idea, Jeff. 
When you say my porno idea, it's sort of misleading. I didn't have a porno <laughs> idea. I, uh, I, thought, I thought it was inappropriate to have a movie advertised called Zack and Mary Make a Porno for the simple reason that if a child watched that, they may have to ask their parents what a porno is, and that's just an uncomfortable conversation. That's, uh, it, these are decisions better left to the suits in Washington. So uh, I noticed that in the last week or so, they've st- uh, stopped... Um, Stopped like uh, advertising the movie as Zach and Miri make a porno, and now she's called Zach and Miri. Uh, in addition to this, uh, anyone who listened to my last Gunga cast uh, <laughs> heard me say that all I wanted to see this Halloween was a slutty Castro, and uh, one of my friends did go as slutty Castro. There will be pictures coming shortly uh, on the site, so I'm very excited to present that. Everything is coming up, Jeff. <laughs> um, don't bet against me, all right? <laughs> I have some questions about this. So, did you get did you like address? You brought this slutty Castro idea up to this girl, obviously, and was there any, you know, convincing, or it was just she surprised you, or what? Well, it's not a very interesting story, but I'll tell it anyway. <laughs> uh, I, uh, it was um, actually like a one of my friends I had talked to about it for quite a while, like uh, like, and was really trying to convince her to do it, and she actually went out and got the costume, but didn't want to do it, and then her friend came over and didn't have a costume, and so. Uh, she wound up being Slutty Castro. Nice. She it felt- turned out really well, actually. She was she was definitely one of the bigger hits of the party we went to. <laughs> and there were some good costumes at the party. Uh, there was a King Hippo at the party. That was one of my favorites. Um, fun with cigars is always a good idea. Yeah, yeah, especially around a fake beard. Interesting, interesting. Uh, <laughs> and the, the porno thing... Uh, are they just... I don't... Why is it such a big deal? Wouldn't you think that these people would just put commercials on like after primetime when kids shouldn't even be watching TV or do you think people saw these late at night and just thought man I wonder it's sort of odd that they're putting porno all over my TV screen and commercials like were they putting these during car- cartoons or something like I don't understand yeah, I think the they were showing it during Spongebob <laughs> yeah no, I, I mean I don't know I don't I, like maybe they were being you know a little more responsible with it but still like it, you know there are movie posters things like that it's, it, I just don't think it's appropriate I say God bless them yeah I don't I must admit, I don't really care. Like, they put beer ads on uh, around, you know, any time after 4 p.m. or something. Like, it's the same deal. Uh, Porno, beer, I don't know. Well, beer doesn't look good. That's a discussion we can have another time, I guess. I want to know, I want to know what you think is right, Jeff. Uh, So, the one other thing that comes along with Jeff's, Jeff's uh, porno idea, I'll keep calling it that. is I I finally caught up. The, there's a movie coming out uh, a ways from now. It's like a year. Uh, the Watchmen, which I know is sort of a long-awaited film for the comic people out there. I'm not the big Excuse comic. Me, they're not called comics. They are called graphic graphic novels. novel people. Yeah, uh, be cool. Try be cool. Uh, and it's yeah. I don't want to claim I'm one of those people. I do like my uh, graphic novels slash comic uh, movies. But uh, it's been long-awaited and, well, much-touted, and there's a character in it called Dr. Manhattan, which apparently is, you know, sort of floating, like, omnipotent guy that apparently doesn't have much of a costume, he's just nude, and sometimes has, like, a thong thing on. And there's a huge article about how you get to see a lot of his uh, his uh, equipment in, in some of the shots, and there's just this huge article on it. And how they're, right now it's rated R, and they're worried that it might go, you know, rated even higher because of this. But um, I thought it was pretty funny that they're doing a big to-do about, uh, I guess, I guess it's obvious that they should do a big to-do about it. But um, Well, it's a graphic novel. What do they expect? 
There you go. <laughs> That's right. Hey, listeners, we are doing puns here. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know me by now. Expect a lot more. But yeah, so in uh, in a year, you guys can look forward to two hours and forty minutes worth of uh, CGI penis. Yes, CGI penis. And uh, speaking of CGI penis, uh, Jeff saw the. You wanted to talk a little bit about the religious movie. Uh, uh, the, you actually wanted me to talk. I about d- it. Yeah, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. it. You know, I liked it. It was, uh, yeah, you know, nothing, nothing I didn't know already. Basically, it's. Uh, it's it's Bill Maher's, uh, you know, documentary about how he thinks that religion is uh, one of the main causes for a lot of the problems in the world, and or how Bill it's, Mayer. Uh, yeah. Bill Mayer. or Bill Mayer, <laughs> if you want to say it wrong, um, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, kind of a bunch of just ridiculous ideas. His, his main attacks were on Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And uh, there was some, there were some pretty funny moments. Uh, oh, he had a he had a pretty pretty good attack on. Um, uh, Scientology too, which was to literally state their uh, the tenets of their religion. Uh, it's, it doesn't take a whole. <laughs> well, at least he picked like the uh, four least offendable, you know, religions. So that was nice of him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, but overall, I mean, you know, worth worth a watch. Nothing, uh, nothing you shouldn't know already, I suppose. But some some funny stuff in there, most mostly comedy. Uh, the, a lot. One thing bugged me about it. They did a lot of like the uh, like post interview interviews with Bill Maher uh, while he was in a car, and he was in the back seat, but still, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and it drove me crazy. <laughs> Are you sure the car was actually moving? moving? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you could see the stuff going. Was he on a? Don't don't they usually like shoot those while the car's on like a trailer thing? Yeah, that's movie magic. Yeah, movie magic, Jeff. (laughs) They still. I don't don't think you guys are right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So, uh, I actually I figured it was going to be sort of like a fictional movie. It's sort of a mockumentary kind of thing. It's not even a mockumentary. It's It's a documentary about how silly he thinks religion is. Interesting. Interesting. And uh, uh, was going to say, do you think? This has any take on like because it came out what three weeks ago or something like you think the timing was anything special? Um, like it doesn't is, is it, it's not voter yeah. related, is it? Or, no, they, they, I mean he didn't he didn't make any uh, he didn't really touch a whole lot. I mean there were a couple of shots of Bush saying stuff, um, uh, but he didn't really touch a lot on if at all on Obama or McCain. I don't think. Gotcha. Um, you know, he did. He did interview a, uh, a senator from, I want to say, Nebraska, and basically just tore into him for being religious, and it was kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but overall, actually, that that brings me to another uh, another point that I wanted to bring up here on the on the movie hour, though, about the uh, you know the, the political thing. Uh, uh, being that the election is uh, is was today, um, and uh, you know, or tomorrow for our li- or yesterday rather for our listeners. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Uh, Destroy the reality of the show. The election oh, was yesterday. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious to think what everybody thinks uh, w- would be the, the the best actor or actresses to play the biographical life story of the uh, of the four you know people involved. So you've got Obama, McCain, Palin, and uh, Biden. And uh, huh. I'd be happy to start, give you guys a minute to think about it. I uh, I think. Um, I'll start with Obama, obviously Denzel Washington. I don't know who else. Uh, you know, you, you slap some fake ears on him, you know, and, and that's it. That's, uh, it's, <laughs> some fake ears. Uh, if we're going by strictly appearance, then I've got a pretty good one. His name's Harry Lennox. He was in the uh, third Matrix, the one that was uh, um, married to or whatever their form of union was to uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. 
he was the the guy who kind of led the defenses. At the oh end. yeah, he does. You're right. He does look a lot like him. Don't think I remember that guy, but all yeah, right. you, you have to type him in to, to get it. Uh, he's also isn't that guy in? No, he's not. Um, he does a lot of bit roles. <laughs> that's tough. Uh, if I were to do the first thing I thought of for Obama was it's way too classic and he's way too old. I'm not even <laughs> speaking of dead people. I'm not even sure if he's alive anymore. Uh, Sidney Poitier, like you just still alive actually. Yeah, awesome, awesome. But Good try. Though. He's old. He's way too old for the role, but I'd pick him because you know. He's too cool. He's really classic. Because he's black. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's got the same skin color. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I think I think it'd be you know he's a great actor, so he would he would portray he could play anybody. He could play anybody. Um, you know who I was thinking of for McCain was uh, was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like do like the whole story. Like, goes to he goes to Vietnam. So you, you know you, you pick somebody a little younger. That, you know does like the whole thing. Uh, and uh, you know I, I can see Philip Seymour Hoffman playing like late late into his uh, you know mid seventy and that type of thing. I, I think that Philip Seymour Hoffman's your McCain. Um, although if Jack Lemmon, if he'd be good for McCain. I was thinking of more heavy set Ronnie Cox. He's the guy who please Captain from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. but then I thought maybe this should be a comedy. And then I thought, okay, I got to give it to Wilford Brimley then. Wilford Brimley. <laughs> really? Which, by okay. the way, was brought up in the Ewoks. It's a comedy. If it's a comedy. War. It's the right time to do it. Ewoks battle for uh, Endor. Yeah. I don't really have a good Palin one. I really, you know, Tina Fey pretty has pretty well nailed her from the comedy yeah. side. Like I Andy McDowell, I think would be like decent, maybe like you know get change your hair around a little bit. And, uh, you guys yeah. haven't heard back up the Tina Fey one on that. Yeah, it, and then uh, it, that's that's the best I got for that. And then Biden's tough, but I was thinking that it's as um, Kevin Costner gets older, he sort of looks like he could maybe play. Do um, I get the vote in this election or what? What? I, nobody really gives here. a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, for McCain, we need Jay Moore. And <laughs> thanks for interrupting my speech with your beer drinking noises. At first, I thought it was a clap. <laughs> it should have been a clap because Jay Moore is perfect for the McCain role. Um, and we're exactly the right age range too. And Palin, yeah, Palin, you can't you can't argue with Tina Fey at all, especially after the SNL stuff. That that shit's pretty hilarious. Which, by the way, you you didn't get to see this yet, and I'll I'll get you a picture that uh. There was a girl dressed up as uh, Palin at the party, the Halloween party, and it was really gore, really gore, really good. Um, yeah, she did it a was, good job. It was our friend Lindsay um, that dressed up as her, and it was it was really good. Um, Lindsay who? Anybody I know? Oh, you're oh. not supposed to say it. God. <laughs> um, any sucker. <laughs> I'll I'll bleep that out. I'll bleep that out. So <laughs> bleep this whole section. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So the Joe Biden. Did you have a pick, Jim? Um, the only thing I can think of is a cop out pick of Ian McKellen. That is, <laughs> that's, that's a cop out. Oh. Yeah, just like yeah, pick a good actor, just throw him in there. Yeah, I'm actually gonna completely cop out and not give an answer. Um, yeah, I don't have a pick. No way. Joe Biden doesn't get representation. So, He'll play wait, himself. Jay He's Moore. that kind of guy. <laughs> so when you, oh, when wait. you pick Jay Moore, is it just because he has the same initials, or was there any you know like did, did you think about it at all before you said that, or uh, when you said. Who should play McCain and the president? My brain said, "Why not Jay Moore? He'd be funny." That's my reasoning. I, I got a better pick, and he pro- he could probably do the voice. 
I'm going with uh, Fred Thompson as my vote for McConnell. <laughs> he ran against him in the primaries. How can you do that? But he's a hell of an actor. <laughs> <laughs> was he right. Was he in any other movies other than Die Hard 2? Like, how many other movies was he in? He was in, like, Hunt for October or something, too. He's in one of those Jack Ryan movies. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's been in a few movies. And he was on Law and Order for a while. He was, yeah. His big thing was Law and Order. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, nice, uh, nice impromptu vote. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully someone might have some better ideas on the, I'll put that in the thread so people can, uh, if if anybody (laughs) wants to comment on that. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to more releases, more updates. We have the new Bond movie come out next Friday. Um, I'm not a Bond fanatic, but, uh, I do appreciate looking at some of the Bond stuff. Uh, the gadgets for one and maybe, yeah, gadgets and girls and guns. Gadgets, Girls, and Guns. That's that's new. The new Bond name. Um, the movie's called Quantum of Solace. And uh, yeah, what what uh, what are your thoughts? I'm excited uh, to see it. First of all, absurd name for a movie. Absurd name makes no sense. Yeah, I'm actually interested in seeing it. Um, I kind of like the the Daniel Craig role as uh, Bond. He's one of the better ones, I think. Um, I still have to give Connery top nod on that, but. Uh, well, a couple more movies under his belt. I may have to put Daniel Craig above Connery on that, actually. A couple more, like four or five? Something like that, as long as he keeps it up. He's a little bit different, a little just more badass as opposed to over-suave guys like, you know, Roger Moore Roger and Moore. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah it's the first time in a long time that, I, that I've been able to, Casino Royale was, rather, uh, it, that I've been able to watch a Bond movie and not go, wow, that guy's kind of a douchebag. Like, I really actually want to be Daniel Craig as Bond, where I never really wanted to be Pierce Brosnan or Roger Moore or George Lazenby, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Timothy Dalton. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I also agree. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig does a, does a good job. And uh, the Babe and, and Casino Royale was pretty good, and uh, Quantum of Solace. It sounds like uh, sounds like we're continuing continuing the the streak. We have a British girl, twenty two years old. That can't be too bad. I've never she hasn't been in anything, right? Um, Judy Dench is pretty hot. Yeah, she's like eighty five, no problem. <laughs> well, that's not the British girl you were talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said twenty two years old. Go on. But yeah, I, I swear I've seen her in something, but I can't place it yet. I don't. Know, I think but, it says on the site that she wasn't in crap. Supposedly, maybe maybe she has been in something. <laughs> says that. Says that. <laughs> um. So yeah, do, what do you guys uh, do? You guys have a favorite Bond film before? Like, is this going to be the new new? Everyone's going to love this film. It's going to be their favorite, or the classics more? Uh, you, you just can't knock those off the number one. See, I've seen a lot of the classics. Like. I don't know, the first ten or so. Like Goldeneye? Yeah, I've seen Goldeneye. <laughs> that was one of the old ones. But, but yeah, I've seen a lot of them, pretty much up to where um, Roger Moore takes over, and then I have like a gap, and then I've seen um, A View to a Kill, like his last one, I think it was, and then most of the new ones since then. But see, all the classics seem to blend into me. I don't know if it's just because I saw them kind of rapid fire. I didn't see them. Like a long time ago, when you know they were out or on reruns or whatever, I kind of almost did like a, a marathon of them. So I guess it's my own fault. But yeah, I think the the newer ones stick out a little better. Um, Casino Royale is really good. The only complaint I had about it was the uh, 
too much poker playing in it. I needed a little bit more action in there. But it uh, was a little ridiculous. The poker playing. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, st- I mean, I still really liked it. So I can handle um, that. But no, it was it was a good movie. I I actually just looked up uh, Gemma Arterton. Arterton, I guess, is the 22 uh, year old British chick that Greg likes. She was <laughs> in uh, Rock and Rolla. Oh, which just came out also. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I need but, to see uh, that there's movie. There's also a really hot Ukrainian chick that was in, um, let's see what she was in, Hitman and um, <laughs> something else really good, Max Payne. So, you know, which, she, which are all movies we've covered here at the yeah, movie. I've actually, I've actually seen Hitman, so she might be the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, she, she's Ukrainian, which immediately means she's awesome. Um, yes. Going back to your Casino Royale point, of too much poker playing and mm-hmm. not enough action. I'm not. I'm not sure if I agree because I remember the beginning scene of Casino Royale. I don't know if you remember that where he's he pretty much chases some guy. I don't like. Or where yeah, are they? Argentina really or something? It's ridiculous. It's way over the top. I think the guy jumps like seventy feet onto a crane or something like that. Like if. That was a really great juxtaposition of that ridiculous over-the-top scene with that black-and-white, like, super gritty, like, punching each other in the face scene that it really opened with. I thought that that was a really good... uh, I I was actually very fond of that. Well, yeah, I would have enjoyed a lot more of that as well, but (laughs) if there was a movie full of that crap from, you know, that chase scene, I I probably would kick myself in the face. I, I, I... I wouldn't. Don't mind the poker over that. We'd hate that. <laughs> no. Oh, our our viewers would not enjoy that. No, sir. See, I actually didn't mind the uh, the running and jumping part. So, I, I think I think that it was. I think that it was well done. I don't think they did too much of it at all. Um, I, I but I think that the, the too much poker, I definitely can agree with, especially with um. Was the what's the guy's name that that was like his uh, French friend or whatever? That, like the Mar- explaining every all the rules of poker yeah. to us. Oh, like, yeah. like, oh how obnoxious was that? Yeah, he was like the little paperclip from the uh, Microsoft Windows. <laughs> go away, go away, minimize. I don't remember him explaining the game, but that if they do if they do do that, that's annoying as hell. It was the female character that. She she was at the bar with him, and he would always just kind of tell her what was going on. Because females don't want to play poker. Audiences. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, As evidenced by this movie. Uh, yes. Speaking of uh, the objectification of women, you guys don't have a problem with that with Bond? You guys, you guys, um, you guys no, down with that? What Bond is about, really. Are they ever going to just break away from that? It doesn't seem like... Because, like, no. way, in, way before, you know, when we're talking, like, the... The 70s, 80s of Sean Connery and Roger Moore and stuff. It was really bad, but Casino Royale didn't really do much better. That's for sure. No, you know what? They absolutely did. Every woman in it was uh, had, had some sort of uh, position of power that that she was, uh, you know, that she was in. And I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it, that it's you know 100 feminist approved or anything. And I'm the one that holds that stamp. So, well, but <laughs> I mean, like like the um, the the vest, like the main chick, like she was she was pulling one over on him the entire time. Uh, that one chick who got killed was pulling one over on her evil husband the whole time. Like it's, I I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I I, th- I think that they're treating women a lot better than they used to. Yeah. Judy Dench is like the boss now, as opposed to having like Money Penny who just gets slapped around. You've got uh, you've got Judy Dench who's like a badass. I I think that they're doing okay. Well, in Goldfinger, uh, I don't remember. I don't know the actress's name, but Pussy Galore, she's like the secondhand man to Goldfinger, right? Like that's a position of power that that was the third movie yeah but she was just a big slut too. 
And one of the best Bond girls ever. Without a doubt. Are, are we do is today the best the best Bond girl episode day? Because I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. I didn't I didn't do my research for that yet. <laughs> Ursula Andrus. Yeah, Ursula Andrus has gotta be up there. Jane Seymour. But I don't which which, which ones things. are these? Which ones are these? What do you mean? Like which movies? Like, what movies? Ursula Andrus is in the first one, Doctor No. Okay. And then uh, Jane Seymour is in Live and Let Die. Yeah, see, I don't know if our viewers know this, but I've seen probably five of the Bond movies out of the 20-some there are, so... One thing that they have gotten better at, and maybe this is more along your point, is just even the naming convention of some of the women, because <laughs> the names from the past are pretty over the top. You're, the chick in the new one's named Strawberry Fields. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I did not know that. So that would go right hand-in-hand with names like Plenty O'Toole, Pussy Galore, Octopussy, Mary Goodnight, Holly Goodhead. I didn't know there was Holly Goodhead. Yes, Xena on a top. So, yeah. I think the uh, Strawberry Fields is a little bit more silly than suggestive, but... Apparently the girl in Live and Let Die is only named Solitaire. That's not bad. That's not bad, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to look into uh, we're gonna have to have our episode of Bond Bond chick names later for sure. I think we just did. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any other any other comments on? The, I think you had a lot to talk about, James. I know you were dying to talk about Bond. Um. Yes, dying is the word I would have used too. <laughs> um. <laughs> I do like how it's kind of an honor to be the uh, the person who sings the theme song. Seems like they. Do a good job of moving oh, that around. Uh, it is, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Like I don't know, kind of an honor, almost like being a Bond girl, I guess. But my favorite is still Duran Duran, View to a Kill. I I'm definitely not well read on this. So who's who does the Quantum of Solace one? Um, I'm trying to remember who does that. I don't remember off the top of my head. I do remember that Madonna did Die Another Day. Just on it. Um, Shirley Bassey's the one who does a lot of them. Um, Tom Jones has done it. Tom Sinatra has done it. Dionne Warwick. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Paul McCartney did Live and Let Die, obviously. Jesus. Uh, Carly Simon. Sheena Easton. Aha did one, of all people. The Pretenders. Whoops. <laughs> Celine Dion, apparently. My computer made noise. I didn't remember that one. Celine Dion. Cheryl Crow. Garbage. Where are you getting all this stuff? Jesus, garbage! My head. Yeah. <laughs> what was <laughs> it? Chris Cornell is the one who did uh, uh, Casino Royale. Yeah, I mean, you at least have to be famous. We know that. Yeah, exactly. I, I um, I have something to talk about with Bond. I don't know if it's interesting or not. I thought it was um something I I heard a little bit on the radio about when the uh, Casino Royale was coming out, and then I did a little more research. It was sort of interesting. Like Ian Fleming, when he originally wrote the uh, the book, it was sort of like as a reaction to the collapse of the British Empire and the you know like the uh, the raising of the the United States and Russia as the superpowers, as opposed to Great Britain being like the ultimate yeah. superpower. And like, well, we still have this one badass guy who can go do anything. And like, I, I, I kind of thought that was interesting. Like, as a, uh, you know, like we're we're still cool. We're still Britain. Like, it, we're we're the class of the world. And and that's sort of James Bond. And I think it's kind of I I think it stands up still. <laughs> Don't worry, we can still bag girls and kill anyone we want with this guy. Right. While wearing a tuxedo. Well, not the bagging girls, but it, I mean, it, it, while wearing a tuxedo. 
That is sort of interesting. That is cool. Uh, that, that actually brings me back to uh, the discussion of uh, Godzilla when we were talking about creatures. I'd read up, I have no idea if this is true, but... Um, uh, Your Parker Prosy's over, Greg. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, but <laughs> you brought this up, so I need to bring mine up. Uh, the Godzilla uh, creation was after pretty much Hiroshima Nagasaki, like eight years after that, and I was supposed to be, be a big, like, okay, this is sort of symbolic of Japan turning into this this monster from getting nuked, and it's supposed to be a whole anti-nuke kind of thing. And uh, I thought it was really... I really didn't know that. I thought it was just, you know, some mindless monster movie for the longest time, but it sort of seems cool that people developing this idea of Godzilla and the mutation of Godzilla was just, you know, it was all okay until the nuke came kind of thing. And uh, You know, a lot of these things that we think are stupid are social commentaries. Like, I, I mean, like last week we were talking about, um, like, zombies and how, like, you can't have a, just a zombie movie. It's always, like, some crazy virus that usually, like, is some military purpose thing that gets released on people and then they become zombies. It's not, and, I don't, so, like, a lot, a lot of these goofy movies are, are sort of a reaction to, to what people are thinking uh, at the time. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, uh, anything else? Other, or uh, we can move on to the Parker Posey. Uh, we could talk about villains if you wanted to. And you know at least some of those from the uh, video <laughs> game. I'm sure. I <laughs> hey, Jaws, I've, uh, job. I've watched. I've watched. Hey, I've watched more movies, more Bond movies, than I have played Bond video games. Go on, go on. We'll talk Mayday about talk about your villains. <laughs> Mayday's got to be the, the scariest woman of all time. Grace Jones. Is that but, the uh, one from View to Kill? Yeah, I think she was an actual like wrestler, wasn't she? Um, I don't know about a wrestler. She was definitely an actress, though. She would, I, did you ever I see, see uh, like a wrestler or a foxy boxer or something like that? <laughs> I've never heard that. She was in a uh, Boomerang. I don't know if you've ever seen that. She plays Strange, the new spokesperson for the the uh, the cosmetic line that they were doing. Really I mean, bizarre. She was in, in the Destroyer, also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, going in the Destroyer. So you know, with her paired with you know. Max Zorin, you know, it's a great combo. Christopher Walken. Yeah, Walken. I haven't seen that movie, so I, and I, after I found out Walken was in it, I, I need to take a look at it immediately. Uh, Walken's my, my number one, my number one crush, man crush. You can't go wrong with Knickknack, played by Hervé Villachez, tattoo from Fantasy Island. Do all do all these like um, do all these bad guys just have their own gimmick? Is that pretty much it? Like, yeah, I've seen Goldfinger. Goldfinger was cool. Yeah, um, I mean, even the new villain had the you know bleeding tear thing going for him. So I wasn't real impressed with the the, uh, the new villain. <laughs> yeah, I'm a badass. I cry blood. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like okay, whatever. Yeah, he was a more modern badass. I mean, like, like we were talking about earlier, like he he's a he's a uh, what was he like a, like a terrorist financier or something like that. Yeah, I don't mind his like plan, his evil plan, but just the whole. Crime oh, like yeah, as, as opposed to like stupid. you know, like, killing <laughs> killing a guy with uh, a hat or something. Yeah. You oh mean, no, those are definitely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to bring up that Jaws, um, Richard Keel. In case anybody does, I know the people on the show know, but in case anybody listening doesn't know that he also played Mr. Larson, uh, Happy Gilmore's boss, yeah. and Happy or the giant guy and it's just such, it's it's great he plays his boss that's his boss i thought he was just yeah, some he was just a fan <laughs> he was both remember he shot him in the head with a nail gun at first at like the very beginning of the movie 
Oh, I don't remember that. And then he wants, there's like the shot of the hospital, and he says, like, uh, he got some pretty good shots in there, but I still feel I won the fight. Nobody remembers that? (laughs) No, no, I don't remember that. I just remember him being uh, uh, the guy at the golf course, but... Um, no, he was definitely in it more than he was. He was his boss at the construction site. Gotcha. He shot up in the head with a nail gun. He stole the nail in his head when he came and saw him as a fan. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Never mind. Next. No, I remember those, the nail part. I just don't remember the scene where he's the boss. I guess. But so let, the, live and let die has some good villains too. Because um, it's it's about voodoo, so they're kind of scary. But you can't go wrong with Yafik Koto being a, a villain. He's badass. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. What's his gimmick? Um, actually, I don't remember him having a gimmick. I think he was just the man in charge. Bullshit. His, his henchman had the gimmick. His name was Baron Samity. He pretty much couldn't be killed, and he'd, like, die oh, and come Goldeneye. back. That's awesome. Yeah. He was in Goldeneye. You had to kill him four times. <laughs> you're, ta- you're talking about Goldeneye the game, Goldeneye right? the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Which... what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> First I'm talking about Goldeneye the game. Who talks about Goldeneye the movie? Oh. <laughs> Come on, Goldeneye in the movie was pretty fucking cool. And he had a skull painted on his face. If nothing else, he had Sean Bean in it, who's a pretty good badass in that movie. He is a pretty good badass in that movie, you're right. (laughs) And apparently an octopusy, I did not know this because I haven't seen the movie, but the villain General Orlov is the same guy who played Victor Maitland from Beverly Hills Cop, so now i got to see it because I didn't think I had any other role ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> apparently he probably plays a great, great role in Octopussy. I'm sure he does. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I do really need to read up on my my James Bond a little bit more. Have any of you guys ever touched the novel? No, no, <laughs> not. No one will ever touch the novel. And I read a lot. <laughs> I don't read at all. So I wonder. Yeah, I, um, maybe I'll do that. I'll do that and surprise everybody and come back with my book review. That'll be another <laughs> podcast. Book review. That would really, even now that you've said it, it would really surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, uh, any any other last comments? I got um, one last thing. Uh, on the seventeenth of October this year at nine o two a.m., uh, WENN reports that Daniel Craig said that Bond should give up cigarettes. I disagree. Interesting. Interesting. Craziness. That's very crazy. Hmm. I was just going to give out the fun fact of a really ridiculous quote. I forget what movie it's from, but I wrote it down because it just struck me as way over the top. The quote is. This is the female talking to Bond. Mm-hmm. I think my mouth is too big. His answer, it's just the right size. For me, that is. <laughs> like, I'm surprised I got rid of, or got away with that. Yeah, kind of it's ridiculous. How, wh- so, hold on. <laughs> got which, away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. They named Pussy Galore and got away with <laughs> which, it. Which movie was that from? Um, that's one of the part I could remember. It's one of the first ones. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Some of the stuff, yeah. Some Another of the stuff one is ridiculous. I I feel a slight stiffening coming on. If, uh, okay. yeah, if there are any, I know there are, I know there are a few female voices that listen to the, that listen to this show. Maybe they should, uh, comment on that. I wonder what their take is, if it's actually gotten any better. Um, are they offended or what? Yeah, ex- they, that's, re- no, I mean, like the new one, they didn't do any stupid, like, uh, like there were no dumb puns or anything like that. No offense, minors. Uh, <laughs> no yeah. offense, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the the oh, he's attempting reentry, or you know, like nothing, nothing stupid like that. I mean, it was it was way cooler. Like, oh. The old ones, like all the Roger Moore ones, and even like to an extent the Pierce Brosnan ones, had like stupid one-liners, like not even the Arnie dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see, uh, and maybe maybe. Uh, a uh, female listener would like to comment and see if it's got actually better. We know that used to be bad, but I wonder. I, I'm just, I'm deaf to those kind of things. I don't even see them anymore. Movies have ruined my, uh, what would be the word? 
Chivalry? No, not that. <laughs> no, that can't be it. Anyhow, uh, we are getting close on time here, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut the 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 bond the bond discussion short, at least about the bond girls. We'll have to discuss them later. Uh, so we are moving on to Jim's Parker Posey, I believe. I hope because I didn't bring one. Yep, I got it. Um, actually, uh, this was sent to me by uh, one of the fans, actually, uh, Michelle. The fans. W. Yes, Michelle W sent this one in, so thanks for that, because uh, I was struggling with one to come up for or come up with for this week. She's sending uh, you Parker Posey ideas and not me. Yeah, I'm cooler. Why not me? Wow, we'll have to have a discussion. Go on, yeah. go on. Yeah. So today's question, and like always, feel free to uh, put in your two cents on the, the forum and. We'll uh, talk about the good ones later on next week. Um, the question is, what is the best drama crossover performance, if you will, by a comedian? I don't... Oh, so, so some comedian that played in a drama movie. A comedian who's tried a dramatic role. So what's the best performance? Um, I'm going to go with Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. Um, I know it's not one of his Oscar-winning roles, but I think it was just good enough to be the heart of the movie and he kind of played a tough guy but yet still a normal guy kind of stuck in a shitty situation in this war so that's why i'm going with uh, tom hanks so we're not looking we're not looking for like the first movie because he did philadelphia and no, sleepless no, in just seattle the best, before that the best so, so it kind of started as a comedian and then an excellent performance from him afterwards hmm. correct yep hmm that's tough. The one that came to mind first, but I don't think it's probably the best, is Jim Carrey. I don't know if he's doing it just to get an Oscar or what, but, you know, he's pretty decent in a, uh, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. But that he plays sort of a comic man role in that, too. Yeah, Man yeah. on the Moon. Like, that's sort of comic, though, too, you know? That's a drama he movie. It's a definition of a tragedy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, like, that's... I, I, yeah, I think it's he can... play a more dramatic turn for him, so I would assume that would be an acceptable answer. Okay. It's yeah. not like him opening his butt cheek and talking type of thing. <laughs> hey, that's... <laughs> I, I resent that statement. Uh, I, yeah, that would be, that'd be my jo- that'd be my guess off the bat. Uh, if Give me a little more time, and I might be able to think of another one. Jeff, do you got one? Yeah, um, Bill Murray in Lost in Translation. Ooh, that is good. Definitely, one, definitely one I consider, too. I'm a huge Bill Murray fan and uh, a Lost in Translation fan, for sure. Let's see... I'm not sure. Did you have any other ones when you thought of it, James? Um, I mean, there's a lot of classic ones that I could mention, but I don't want to like take up other people's choices. But I'll just mention one, for instance, uh, the Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting type. Ooh, yeah, that one's pretty good too. I'm coming at a complete blank other than Jim Carrey. Although he's been in, now he's been. In, did anyone ever see that? Uh, what is it like the 23 Words or something? What was that movie? That oh, was just god awful. Don't was that a it. horror or was that a drama? It's, it's a psychological thriller. Don't watch it. It's god awful. <laughs> oh. like it's the Gunga skill of disapproval. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind then. Never mind. I'm done talking. Fucking miserable piece of I'm shit. I'm done talking movie. about it. Would uh, <laughs> would John Cusack count as a com- comedian before turning drama? Like, he was in a lot of comedic eighties movies. Yeah, I was thinking about movies with him. Yeah, he, he's done a really good job. Like I. Um, well, give me a movie though. I mean, like everything he's been in since has been kind of a comedy. Like, uh, the the movie that wasn't actually too bad. I forget uh, the exact name of it. The one with Samuel L. Jackson where he goes to the haunted room or whatever it is, room like two thirteen. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about, James? Um, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of what it is. What's that? It's a Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a 
1408. That's what it's called. 1408. Samuel L. Jackson. He's pretty much the whole movie in that. And there's a, um, there's, uh, it's a Stephen, yeah, it's a Stephen King thing. So it's obviously a little twisted, but I, I like, I liked it. And he, he plays a good, he plays a good job. He's supposed to be like a horror. Um, he pretty much investigates horror phenomena just to disprove them. And he gets, you know, into a situation that may or may not be the real deal. And, um, it's, it, he does a really good job. And I, I think, yeah, like he did all those 80, you know, I guess they're sort of teenish comedies, but I think, I think my, my choice would, would stand. It's definitely a, a change of pace type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's done, and I think he still does do, com- I think he still does do some comedies. So, um, although I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Being John Malkovich, yeah, that's another good movie, but not a comedy. High Fidelity, I'd say, sort of com- comic-ish. Kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything, do you have any others, Jeff, or, uh... Val Kilmer and Heat. Hmm. That's pretty good. I don't know if I'd call them a comic. They're definitely comedy movies, I'm just, I'm gonna throw that out there. Yeah, he did do, you know, Top Secret. And then Real, Real Genius. Genius, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, that, that was, that was kind of a, I don't actually, like, mean that answer, but it, I thought it was kind of clever. <laughs> <laughs> are, are those really his first two movies? Like Yeah, his first two, like, yeah. Literally, he didn't even have bit parts in anything before those. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, that will th- those will be our answers for this Parker Posey. And like James said, uh, we will be looking forward to, you and we do encourage your responses on the forums. We'll open up uh, a thing there. That's that's what the Parker Posey is all about. And we'll uh, we'll bring up the ones we like and dislike, and perhaps the ones we owe a mention to uh, next podcast. Um, unless, so that should be it. And I uh, appreciate, per usual, James and Jeff, your input. No problem. Hope everyone enjoyed. Always my pleasure. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week, uh, Tuesday. And uh, I hope everyone went out and voted, and I hope everyone had a happy Halloween. Thanks for joining us on the Tom Selleck's Mustaches Movie Hour. Take it easy. (laughs) We'll see you later. Jeff. Nice opening fucking sentence. The yeah. Watchmen isn't being presented on 3D on uh, theatrical release. You may want to cover your eyes for fear of being slapped with a big wet one. Yeah. It's movie one. It's movie one. It's fine. Alright, give me a side of that! Post. Just ding every time you say punk. Please don't do that yell thing in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarro! <laughs> See, I like it just mustache movie hour, but it's just me. The mustache? But that's it. But that's it. Okay. Yeah. That, like it's, yeah, mustache, it's Tom Selleck's with a, with, with an apostrophe. Yeah. Tom Selleck's mustache. Yeah. Okay. That's how I wanted it to. But Greg, you know. I thought you. What are you talking about? I thought you guys were talking you about the other way. Kind of this thing. You kind of cowboyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I thought that was. Fun.